Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Balls, Sticks, and Fists. It's your favorite show without an intro. I'm your host, Keaton, joined by my co-host, Sam. Sam, how are you doing on this fine Thursday? Good, man. You know, another week of college football coming up. So, Dude, this season is flying by. I know. And, I mean, last week was eh, kind of an ass Saturday, I'd say. Yeah, we we got we got like a lot of stuff to kind of talk about. Um, so just to fill you guys in, we did not do a uh Tuesday episode this week, so you didn't miss out. Um, this is episode nineteen, man. Next, we're we're uh, creeping up on episode twenty here, but uh, yeah, on Tuesday we didn't do an episode just because um wasn't really much to talk about. Um, yeah, and Sam was a little bitch and didn't want to do an episode, but. I was busy. <laughs> uh but we're here on Thursday, October 5th, and we're here with an episode and there's some there's some decent headlines that we can talk about. Um we're going to you want to start off with headlines or you want to start off with a quick little recap of week 5. Uh we'll recap first then get into this week. Yeah, and then headlines. Yeah. yeah. All right. I just got to remember the headlines because I have Well, we'll do it before we go into this week you know what i mean hold on yeah um uh, okay um last week yeah last week so let's get us started with um friday man friday what a what a what a slate of games we had last friday night huh (laughs) Yeah, it's a uh, kind of disappointing. We got it last week, and this week is just terrible. Yeah. So last, so I think starting yesterday because we had some games yesterday. Yeah. We have fifty-five straight days of football now. Yeah, it's awesome. Got is matches start next week then? No, that's that's why I don't know what's going to be on Tuesday, right? Because yeah, matches doesn't start till November. I thought. Yeah, I saw that too, and I didn't. I was really confused on what game's gonna be on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. Let me. Yeah, Tuesday is like uh, we got like some coastal Appalachian state is like the headliner on Tuesday. Um, yeah, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a Tuesday game. Wednesday we got UTEP, FIU, Sam Houston, New Mexico State. Then Thursdays like. Uh, Big 12 starts to play on Thursdays again. Got uh, West Virginia, Houston. Hey, why, why, why are we talking about next week? We got, we, we got to talk about last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. So, all right. The marquee game last week was probably Utah, uh, Oregon State on Friday. Um, the game went exactly how I expected it to. Yeah, it was. Uh, Oregon State had to hop on them and get points on them early, and Utah just wouldn't be able to put any points on the board. And that's basically, uh, I mean, it, it's not like Oregon state, like hopped on them early, but they put up seven and then, well, they, they scored on the first drive. Yeah. Yeah. They put up, they put up an early touchdown. Um, what was, was it, uh, was it 14, seven and a half? No, it was seven, nothing, seven, nothing and a half. So yeah. And then they came out, they came out and scored right away. Yeah. Um, so basically, how that's how you need to attack this Utah team because they simply can't 
until Cam Rising comes back, they can't put point. But I don't know if Cam like is Cam Rising gonna solve all their offensive troubles like in the no, snap of the but, finger. I mean a fourteen point deficit won't feel like fifty with him, you know? Yeah, I mean they did switch the quarterback at uh, one point and he got his dome lit off him. Yeah, um, and then just was that on the pick? I can't remember. No, no, no. That actually saved uh Utah's. Oh that they called that, the that, roughing the passer, yeah. Well, they called it targeting, yeah. And yeah. The guy got uh ejected but um i mean dj will make like some like incredible ass throws and then like he'll have like a wide open guy and, and he'll throw like, it over his head he'll, he'll like sail it into the crowd i'm like dude like he'll have, have like an uh, off uh an off platform like throw that like perfectly drops in the bucket and then literally on the same drive he has a wide open guy on and out and it's like 10 yeah. yards over the guy's head I mean, you see, like, on certain plays why he's a five-star recruit, and then he goes out and looks like a three-star on some drives. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The pac is exciting to unfold. I think USC is probably, like, the third-best team in the Pac-12. Uh, I mean, you're, you you uh, don't really like USC this year. What's there to like about them? When's, I, all right, dude, think, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about the last two weeks of the season last year, conference know, championship, conference championship against Utah, and then the uh, Cotton Bowl against Tulane. Yeah, well, the con I fuck the bowl games, man. They, I'm just saying, matter. but the defense uh, hasn't solved anything. Utah was like they were up like early, early, and then uh, Caleb Williams hurt his ankle, right? Yeah, it, it changed the whole course of the game. I okay, but. We're talking defense here. Yeah, I mean, their de- defense was abysmal. But, uh, like, they gave up 41 to Colorado. But, like, look, go look at the score. It was – Hold on, hold on. Let's stay on, let's stay on track here. Um, let's, let's stay on track. We got some other Friday games to talk about. Uh, we had uh, BYU-Cincinnati. Yeah, BYU was – that was easy. I mean, it was not easy. <laughs> that, 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 you, dude, they barely – they had three offensive drives in the first half. I thought yeah, they okay. Were, I thought the they first half, never... it was, like, kind of shaky, but they rolled in the second. It wasn't even close in the second. Dude, it's like because they were trying to run the ball against one of the worst secondary – like, literally one of the worst secondaries in, in like, the FBS, Power 5, whatever. They were trying to run the ball against Cincinnati where their strength is their interior defense – and then, like in the second half, they're like, "All right, let's uh, let's air it out a little bit." And Slovis was just letting that thing slang. I mean, they're uh, they're lucky that Jones cannot throw the ball at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, but that uh, that last drive for uh, in the first half for Slovis was like a such a momentum like shift. Oh yeah, because it was what it was ten seven Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and then literally like three plays, just like three plays just drove down the field in like 30 seconds it was, was yeah how about of... how about that touchdown he threw when uh they got they were up like 11 then cincinnati kicked a field goal and he had like that pass where he was rolling out on like the third and 20 or whatever it was second and 20 you talk about the one where uh he overthrew the guy and then oh, okay. the guy there, behind there, him there, caught it all right there's two <laughs> receivers in there the one guy had eyes on the ball he might have changed like where he was running yeah i mean yeah, but but after that touchdown in the half, it, there really wasn't a worry that they were gonna lose that game. 
Yeah, I felt real good. And then they uh because Cincinnati got the ball to start the second half and I was like, just need to stop here. Just need to just yeah, need to get they them stopped off the and field. scored and up double yeah. digits. So yeah. Yep. Um and then the other uh Friday night game, which was actually the first Friday night game, was um Louisville. Lou, Lou, Louisville at NC State. Um I've do I mean I fell asleep like right before kick. Like probably like twenty minutes minutes before kick, I closed my eyes and I woke up. I was like, uh, uh I, they were down like ten nothing. I think it was either the early second quarter or like late first. And I was like, uh oh. And then you know, Armstrong's in Armstrong. You know, you're you're good. <laughs> you're, he's good for two pit two turnovers a game, whether that's a fumble or a bad interception. But like Louisville was shooting themselves in the foot too. Yeah, that that was I just mean, an awful game to watch. I told you those Friday night games, you're gonna get some weird football. Like yeah. you're gonna get some like weird football. I mean, Louisville's got a test this week with uh Notre Dame. Um Yeah. We're getting that. But all right, uh USC Colorado, uh USC forty eight, Colorado forty one. Um, I mean, dude, I'm gonna be honest, I like stopped watching the game when they were up twenty eight. Yeah, they were up they were up a good amount. We went we went on the uh back porch and started like grilling some burgers and dogs and shit. And then next thing you know, it's like Colorado's it was, it was just I mean they were up forty one fourteen in the like towards the end of the third. And then yeah. they started scoring. I mean, USC's defense was playing great until that like that fourth like end of the third, fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. Was Colorado's clock management on their final drive bad? That's what I was seeing on Twitter. Uh, I didn't really notice. I mean, it was I, just one of those games where they kept scoring, but you knew, like, you're already down so many scores. Yeah. There's really no chance of coming back anyways. Well, I saw something. It was, like, Colorado on that final drive. Dion's playbook. It was, like, halfback dive. Like, was he <laughs> run, was he running the ball on that last drive? I don't remember. Let, yeah. Sanders run. I mean, yeah. Looking at the play-by-play, he was he did run, like, three or four times. Um, I mean, I'll say it right now. We just touched on it a little bit. USC's defense. This they're not built for a a like a championship run. Not they're a championship bu- run, but I still have confidence that they'll win the pack. Pack twelve. I don't know. Washington kind of looked human this week. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it was. I think what the game was. I don't think pri- their defense is very good either. I mean, the game was. Was Washington's game against Arizona like ten o'clock, like on like the Pac-12 yeah. network? So like no one like fucking saw it, but it was a one-score game. <laughs> it was what twenty-eight, yeah. twenty-one. It was yeah, or thirty, thirty-one, twenty-four. Yeah, it was one-score game. Um, it, again, it was twenty-one ten at half, and then twenty-eight ten. Arizona scored. I mean, it doesn't look like it. There was really a worry. Yeah, maybe the Pac-12 is not as good as what people think. I mean, uh, I don't it's know. Week, it's week five. Yeah, but they they, I mean, for the Pac-12, they're a lot better than what they usually are, no doubt. Yeah, I'm kidding. I think the Pac-12 is solid this year. Um, I think Utah might be the worst one, which is kind of crazy because going into the year, you were like, Utah's going to be pretty damn good. I'll give my power rankings on the Pac-12 right now. Number one, I have. Oh, this might ruffle some feathers. Um, number one on my Pac-12 standings, I have. I already wa- know. I already I, I, know. I have Washington. 
Uh, <laughs> number two in my Pac-12 standings, I have Washington State. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that soon. Number three in my Pac-12 rankings, I have Oregon State. Number four in my Pac-12 rankings, I have USC. Number five in my Pac-12 rankings, I got uh, Colorado. Oregon? Oh, shit. Oregon's in the... Oh. I, was, I thought you were just, oh, like, no. lowballing them. like Dude, no, because I got this list of, like, okay. Oh, man. Dan Lanning, <laughs> I am sorry, my fella. I got you at, um. oh, shit. Okay, restart that. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Number one, I have who was my, who was my number one? Uh, Washington. Wa- all right, number one, Washington. Number two, Oregon. Uh, number three, Washington State. Uh, number four, Oregon State. Number five, USC. Number six, dude, is Utah better than Colorado? Yes. Number six, yeah. Number six, I'll put Utah. Number seven, I'll put uh. UCLA? Uh, no, I put Colorado over US, UCLA. And then eight, I'll put UCLA. And then the rest, I really don't care about in the Pac-12. They're all pretty much the same yeah. after that. I would yeah. I would go USC one. I, I just you can't, can't be one and let up over like 100 points in I two just, weeks. The, uh, Caleb Williams is just different. Uh, USC one. Washington two, Oregon three, probably Oregon State four, Washington State five, Utah six, and then UCLA, Colorado. I'm even though Oregon State lost to Washington State, I mean they were at home, good atmosphere. I still think Oregon yeah. State might be the better football team. I feel like such a doofus. I left Oregon out. I am. I apologize to my li- to the listeners out there. I was just a boneheaded mistake, but <laughs> uh, I thought I thought you were like, like just trying to like lowball them, saying they're not that good. I was like, God damn, you're gonna dude, put Colorado I, over Oregon, <laughs> dude! I totally forgot that. Like, I forgot. Like, in my head, Oregon's like in recent years. Recent years, I'm not talking about like early 2000s when USC was running train on the Pac-12, but like. Early years, not I mean like recent like, years, like Oregon, Marcus Mariota, Herbert. Oregon's been like, like substantially better than people in the Pac-12. Oh yeah, so it's easy to like disassociate them with the Pac-12. You yeah, know? but now the Pac-12 has a very competitive pack, and it's going to be very fun to watch unfold and have half them move to the Big Ten. I think it it really sucks for them. I think they're just gonna like. Beat all beat each other and not get one in. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be interesting to see what the. I mean, dude, the committee can't fuck it up on their last year of only having to choose four teams. I know, but I, like it's th- gonna be so tight though. But this could be one of the tightest years that the committee's <clears throat> seen. You know. Yeah, it would be perfect for twelve. This year, yeah, this year, like I was saying about this, like this year would be like one of the years I would love to see the twelve teams. Yeah, because there's not there's not a standout like oh this per- this team's definitely gonna make it. Like I have no idea who's gonna make the playoff. Yeah, I mean, like in previous years, you already knew who like maybe the the fourth team was always kind of a mystery. 
like until like the selection day. But I mean, you always knew like the one or two were gonna almost most of the time dominate them. The room for error this year is probably some of the slimmest that we've had. I know, and it's like because you can't mess up. You you slip on a banana peel. You're you're. This is when like non-conference plays really gonna play a factor. Like that Ohio State win is gonna be huge come the selection day. I mean, thank God Notre Dame pulled that off against Duke. I know, but Notre Dame's got like a tough little stretch. Yeah, they have a tough schedule. Because USC comes to South Bend, I think, also. So, if, like, USC goes into South Bend and, like, hangs, like, 50 on, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's also, you got to think about where they're at as we both know, like, as a team, week three, you're not at your, like, full. You're oh, still, no, no. You're still, you're still figuring, like, shit out. So, by the time we see these teams, like, week 12, it could be a totally different team. Yeah. I mean, that, that win's just going to be huge when, like, Come quality win, like, yeah, um, yeah, we can talk about that a little, uh, a little later too. Uh, Georgia, Auburn, Georgia twenty seven, Auburn twenty. Um, I mean, dude, Georgia's like been the most consistent one half team in the country. Yeah, it's actually insane. I figured this week that they would, you know, you're playing in Auburn. I feel like they would have got up for that game. Dude, they better wake up this week again against Kentucky. Mark Stoops is gonna have those boys ready to play. I know. I, it, I know it's it's in Athens. If it was in Lexington, it'd be. I think I'd lean more towards Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But it being in Athens, I think it's a seven o'clock kick. It's like a six thirty kick or something like that. Um, yeah. So I think Georgia's still gonna have like a fate, like an edge. But I mean, Kentucky Davis. I mean, dude. How what was his at? Was he averaging like ten a clip against Florida? Yeah, he he averages like at least five on the year. No, it's six. It's six on six the, now. It's six. Um, and that might moved up after that was six before the Florida game. Oh really? Yeah, he might be at like freaking seven eight now. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Auburn though. Uh, Brock Bowers saving the day. Um, I mean, dude, you gotta Auburn can't throw the ball. Yeah, they couldn't throw the ball. I mean, they would so pay so Thorne was in there and then they would bring in that uh, other guy. I was just thinking about this the other day. When did Thorne become such a runner? Yeah, I know. I don't remember him running like that at like Michigan State. I was like so like my eyes are like sort of bad sometimes. And I was like when like Thorne was like running, I was like, who what's that say on the back? The is that Thorne? Like yeah, I was it, like, I don't remember him running like that at Michigan State. Last year at Michigan State, he ran sixty times for forty two yards. The year before, well, that's that, after all the, for 180. That's, that's after all the sacks, though, too. Yeah, because but like 60 for 42, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, he already ran 45 times this year. Yeah, I don't remember him being that elusive, too, because he was, like, moving, too. Yeah. It wasn't just like he was just, like, you know, running because Georgia was, like, locked up in, like, Man D. Like, he was, they were, like, designed runs. He was, he was moving. Auburn. Auburn ran 43 times for 219 and had average five yards a carry. And I'll take Kentucky's run game over Auburn's run game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but if Georgia comes out and, like, fired up at home, night game. Dude, they haven't been fired up all year. What's going to get them up? I don't know. I don't know. It's a night game. That's the only thing that they have working for them. 
Yeah, but night games, some players hate night games because they got to sit around all day. Yeah. Some people prefer the 12 because you get up and then you get your body like ready to go. Those night games, you like, you're sitting in meetings like during the day, you know, they're like trying to like keep you, you know. So I don't know. Um, Kansas, Texas, I mean, uh, Daniel's a late scratch, like literally 10 minutes before the game ish. Uh, what was it like? It was like a six point game at half, and you knew if Daniels was playing in that game, it would like be they would have the lead if not tied. Yeah, because um, Bean could not really throw the ball at all. Yeah, I mean, when you got back problems, it was it sucks. Yeah, I mean that that just ruined like the three thirty slate in general, honestly, because I thought that would kind of be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas got a big one coming up this weekend against Oklahoma. Yeah. Same with Kansas. Kansas got a big game against UCF. I mean, yeah, UC- UCF just came off blowing like a 35-point lead over Baylor. Is that Plumlee hurt for them? Who? For UCF. John Reese Plumlee. You're talking about... Uh, Their quarterback. Because yeah, I, I was they got, at... some, they got someone else playing. He made like... He had a fourth and like 15. And he had like... One of the best you you've seen that. Yeah, that McLean. Yeah. Is he hurt? He he's gotta be hurt then. I don't think they would have benched him. I don't know. In the last two UCF games I've watched in two weeks, he's uh, that McLean guy's been the QB. Hold on. Let me see, because I swear I saw him. I was like, oh shit, he's back. Look up John Reese Plumley. Yeah, he's expected to return to practice this uh this week. Damn it! You think that's why UCF's favored by the? Yeah, and the fact that we just seen on Twitter like Daniels might be out again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough, but that's at Kansas. Um. Yeah. I think yeah, I still like Kansas in that game. Um. Yeah. What else we got to talk about? <clears throat> um. All right, let's just skim on the Penn State Northwestern game. Talk about team of uh, halves. Yeah, bad first half offensively, but yeah, but that's, I mean they... that's two times on the road though. Yeah, Illinois, it was a bad first half offensively, and then Northwestern. The defense is just so good. They'll, I mean, versus these teams, like they'll bail you out, but you can't come out flat like that against Ohio State. Yeah, like, you definitely got to figure that out. Penn State's got. Bye week this week? Yeah. And then UMass and then Purdue? No, no. Ohio UMass State. and Ohio State. Oh, shit. It's Ohio State had their bye last week. Then they have Maryland, Purdue, Penn State. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, Notre Dame, Duke. I mean, come on, Duke. What are you doing? That was an awesome game. Yeah. I mean... I kind of missed some of it, so fill me in. Um, I mean, I I was more focused on the. Sadly, I bet on the Iowa game, so I was focused on that. <laughs> what a, it, was, it almost ruined my Saturday. <laughs> but um, yeah, Notre Dame just started off kind of, kind of solid, and they were up thirteen nothing. Then Duke made a late surge, took the lead. That last drive by Notre Dame was 
uh, awesome, honestly. Like they had what a fourth and fourth and twenty. Yeah, we got yeah fourth and twenty. And Hartman scrambles for it. Yeah, it's like, dude, how you were they locked up in man? Like, dude, why are you playing? Like, how do you have no eyes on the quarterback? Like, I don't know. Fourth, fourth and twenty is a long scramble, That's and they long... started from their own five. Yeah, I know. Yeah, did you see that video they released? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. It was actually pretty dope. Yeah, dude, but do you see what uh, Eptime at as estime? Estime yeah. said, he said, yeah, yeah. Co- coach told me I should have went down at the one. I'm like, Marcus Freeman needs to be investigated, man. He, <laughs> he has, <laughs> you yeah, know, there's no way you go down at the one. He's like, I yeah, mean, they set up the, it's like, dude, you go. That. All right. So you're like, say he should have went down at the one. And then you're like trusting, like, I mean, I get, but like the angle on that field goal from the. Like anything can go wrong on that. Yeah, it's like dude. I mean, Mar- if he scores, there's only 31 seconds left. Yeah, I know. I mean, dude, Marcus is uh, he's gonna make uh, <laughs> I think he's gonna make another boneheaded like with their schedule coming up. He's gonna make some boneheaded like rookie coaching mistake again. Yeah, and then they're gonna blame it on him for their season. But uh, tough one for Duke with uh, Leonard. Uh, Riley uh, Leonard going down on that last drive. Um, he went. Did he go down? I don't even remember. On the Duke got the ball back, and it was, and it's when he got stripped. Oh, sacked. when he got sacked. Yeah, it's probably like a high ankle. It looked worse on replay, but I'm hearing high ankle sprain. Is he out this week then? I hear. I hear it's probably gonna be a couple weeks. Damn. Well, they luckily they play. They have a bye this week. Yeah, yeah, they have a bye, and then some. But I'm hearing, I'm hearing he could miss some time. I don't, I don't know this. Like with college injuries, you truly never because you never know. Like, yeah, they don't, severe. they don't release like yeah. daily updates. Yeah, so, uh, hopefully he's back and healthy. Um, Alabama Mississippi State, real quick. I knew this game was going to favor Bama just because. Mississippi yeah, State. They can't like, pass. They can't pass, and you're not going to out physical. Like a Mississippi State can't out physical an Alabama in the run game. Yeah. Um, LSU Ole Miss in a classic shootout. Um, I mean, I, I, yeah. Take it away, Sam. <laughs> I mean, LSU's defense is just abysmal. They they were up nine with like uh eight minutes left in the fourth, and still ended up losing. Yeah, it was like it was a classic shootout over what yeah. over over a thousand yards of offense, uh, over a hundred points total. Um, I mean, it was like a old Big Twelve game. Yeah, it's like I thought, like what happened to LSU's defense? This is back to back weeks. Yeah, I mean they fooled they fooled me against Mississippi State. They looked like killers against Mississippi State, but it turns out <laughs> Mississippi State just doesn't have an offense. So yeah, I mean Arkansas did the same thing. It was I know. It was bad. Ar- how many points did Arkansas put up against A and M? Uh, let me check here. Twenty two. Yeah, they put up twenty two against A and M. And A and M's defense is really good though. I mean, it was like I looked up at the TV and it was like. Fumble. It was. It, I was like, dude, what's going? Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um. I am officially out on the South Carolina train. 
it took me about five weeks to to finally realize that they're <laughs> not the team that I thought they were. But I'm officially three out losses. <laughs> I'm officially it, I'm officially out. Um, I'm sorry, Beamer. Uh, next year I'll happily hop right back on. But you're probably going to be worse next year because you're not going to have Spence, and that O line's probably not going to get any better. Um, I honestly didn't even watch that game. Was Rattler just playing bad? I didn't watch it either. <laughs> there were a lot better seven thirty games than that. Yeah, it was just a classic, uh, classic South Carolina performance. I, I think Rattler threw. Uh, how many picks did he throw? I think he threw just a, one. Just he threw one. How how, how many times yeah. did he sack sack him? Like six. Um. Hold on, it doesn't tell me here. I think they sacked him a good amount of times, and that's basically. Let me check. They sacked him eight times, or six times, six times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, South Carolina has no, no, no O line, offensive line. Yeah, and it's like if Rattler had time to fucking. Sling the thing, be different. Um, Florida. Did you see what he said after the game? No. What did he say? He was like, uh, "Blah blah blah." This is Tennessee's Super Bowl. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's why Tennessee was making the memes about. This. Okay, I, I, it makes sense now. Um, Florida, Kentucky, Kentucky thirty-three, Florida fourteen. Should have known. Should have known. Not much I want to say about this game. Yeah, I mean, Florida just cut their ass beat. Yeah, up up and down the field. Um, uh, uh, but I mean, Baylor coming back down thirty five like three against uh, UCF was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I, I mean wanna, that's that's really it, honestly. No, I want to touch on one more thing. Um, I think you know what it is. What? Oh, I want to talk about the. Pittsburgh Panthers. Narduzzi really outdid himself with this one. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible game. Narduzzi really outdid himself with this one. Um, Phil, 11 for 22, 235, and two touchdowns. Uh, the majority of that is from two really big hitters. And, yeah, that's that. Uh, their defense got toasted by Virginia Tech. Dude, like it's like their offense played so bad that it just like wore off on their defense. Because their honest, defense is just dog shit now. I honestly would have put anything on Pitt beating the fuck out of Virginia Tech. Like I truly thought like this is a game like Pitt would win. But yeah. now, now I think they're a one eleven team. <laughs> you think they're gonna lose out? Dude, look at their schedule. I mean, they can still beat like Boston College, uh, Wake Forest, dude. Those I are mean, to- Wake Forest those, isn't uh, that bad, actually. Yeah, those are toss-up games. You're like, they got Louisville coming off of a bye, which they could, because Louisville's got Notre Dame this weekend, so it could be like a letdown type thing, you know? Yeah. And dude, what's the bro? If I gotta watch Pitt prime time one more fucking time, they've been. The only game that they haven't been primetime was week one against Walford. 
And I think that was a three and and that was like a three thirty game, I think. Cincinnati primetime. West Virginia primetime. UNC primetime. Virginia Tech primetime. Louisville primetime. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're gonna be on like the freaking ACC network. No, that's what it is. Well, besides this week, they're on the CW, but like uh the, <laughs> the last couple weeks, like the last couple of weeks has been like the ACC network like night game, you know? So yeah. they're just gonna keep on putting them on that. I mean, at least fucking the Notre Dame games, a three thirty game. Yeah, oh, that was Bo- put, Boston College. Hey, Boston College is already slated for a seven o'clock kick. Yeah, they just do that so because nobody wants to watch it anyways. Oh, that is too funny, man. Uh, but Phil's officially benched. That's what the rumors are. I mean, Narduzzi's not meeting with the media this week because it's bye week. But yeah. the rumors are that Narduzzi. Or well, he said Signati is the one that like controls the personnel. So whatever it is, Phil's bench, Christian uh Vila Fay, Velo, yeah, is in. Um, we'll see if he's the answer. I don't think changing the quarterback's gonna like change much. Um I think there's a lot deeper shit than yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's definitely just not all quarterback. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I don't know. It's like how do you go from ACC champions there the two years ago, and then you burn the ship that fast where you're sitting at one in what are they one in five one in four one in four one in, one in four staring down fucking one in eleven yeah they're it's terrible how do you burn that ship that quickly because how many Mark, ones did they have seven eight where last week last year yeah seven. last year they had eight eight. And they beat UCLA in the freaking uh, yeah, that was the, a good game. And the El Paso, like no one cares bowl. Yeah, uh, but um, <laughs> it was it's it's funny because you know Narduzzi's probably not gonna go anywhere here. No, not not now. He's like locked into like twenty thirty. Yeah, and you know if he gets rid of Signati, he's gonna make it terrible hire again at OC. Because his his typical OC, what he wants is someone to run the ball and, like, have, like, three tight ends in the game. like Just play action, yeah. That's what he wants. With Mark Whipple and Kenny, it wasn't that. It was spread offense, West Coast style, aired out, like, 40 to 50 times a game. Yeah. They had a really what, good offense. <laughs> guess what? They put up fucking points. Yeah. And, and I just want everyone to apologize to Jordan Addison also. We we owe we owe apologies to Jordan Addison and um and Keaton Slovis. Those are two people that you know, like Addison stayed for spring ball with with uh Slovis like last year before he transferred. Yeah. So so he you know, new OC, he was used to playing with Whipple and Kenny, bring in Slovis, bring in Signetti. He saw spring ball, he was like, damn, this office is like trash. Off to USC, I go. And then, like, Slovis, everyone thought it was Slovis's problem. Uh, Slovis looks pretty good in BYU. Yeah, yeah, Slovis is slinging that damn rock at BYU. I don't think it was his, I don't think it was his problem. Um, Yeah. So, there's there's a couple constants in this equation. And for you guys that don't know what a constant is, it's a variable that (laughs) that doesn't change. It's the constant in the equation. It does not change. And that is Narduzzi. And Signati, those are the two constants in this equation. 
So to solve this equation, you're going to have to remove one of these constants to find your solution. But this will not happen. So uh, it's just fun to watch, man. It's terrible football, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, and I, and I haven't fun. turned on a game since like uh, maybe UNC. It's just fun to watch like Narduzzi come to like the post game pressers too. And like, he has like no answers. He's like, <laughs> he has no idea what to do. It's like, dude, it's, it's not that hard, man. Like, but uh, that's, that's the pit. That's, that's my pit rant for, uh, for the week. And luckily they don't play this week. So I can't rant on them next week. Yeah. I got to wait till freaking two weeks of, damn. All right. Um, Let's get into week six, eh? Yep. About took a while. <laughs> Dude, that's what you get for bitching out <laughs> on a Tuesday episode. Um <laughs> I told you we had a lot to talk about. And you're like, no, nah, it's gonna be like 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. Uh yeah, well, because we talked about Pitt for 15. <laughs> it's hard not to talk about them, dude. It's <laughs> all right. Uh Maryland at Ohio State, Ohio State minus 20. A lot of people have Ohio State on upset alert this weekend. And I'm one of them. Yeah, I've gotten about three notifications, two from Fox, one from ESPN on Ohio State upset alert. They're they're facing the most complete offense they've faced all year. It's like, dude, get Maryland's nuts out of your mouth, bro. Like, honestly. (laughs) I mean, I I definitely like the 20. I like the Um, 20. Maryland does have a good offense in that. I mean, they played them good last year, and Ohio State's offense is not nearly as explosive as they were last year. So I think they could keep it close. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's been a while since we've seen Ohio State on the field a week. (laughs) So we'll see how they rebound from that Notre Dame thing. I just think Maryland's not going to be able to keep up with the uh, physicality of Ohio State that they're going to bring. Yeah, I mean, I think eventually Ohio State will wire them. I think maybe like a two-score game. But I think Maryland could, like, if they play – I mean, obviously they have to play, like, almost perfect. But I think they could give Ohio State a run for their money. If they're able to air it out and stuff, yeah. Yeah. But hopefully Ohio State walks out of this one smooth, and then we're just on to Purdue, then we're on to Penn State. Yeah, but they'll lose to Purdue. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Like brings up traumatic flashbacks of, of that Purdue like stopping us with like Rondell Moore and oh, they yeah. were like three and four. Yeah, they were three and four. They let up like five hundred yards of offense in the all black uniforms at Purdue. Oh man, that was terrible. Still beat Penn State that year though. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> ten, ten out of the eleven. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. Just kidding. Well, I'm not. It's a fact, so I can't just be kidding. But um, Oklahoma versus Texas, Texas minus five and a half. Um, I like Texas minus the points here. I'm opposite. I think Oklahoma's defense is actually uh pretty solid, and I Dalen Gabriel's been slinging it. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I do like a like. I all right. I'm going to be honest here. The reason why I like Texas minus the points is my future with Texas. Yeah, I mean, but after I watching think it'll Oklahoma, come down to like a field goal, dude. Yeah, Oklahoma's been able to sling the rock with 
Dylan. And the, sometimes they put, like, with the play calls, they put Dylan in, like, a bad spot. I'm like, dude, you're not, like. Yeah. Like, watching the Sensi game, I was like, guys, you know where to attack the Sensi team, and you're not doing it. But I don't know. I I think this Texas, like, this is prime Texas right now. Yeah. I, I just, I think it'll be a really good game. But I, I think Oklahoma could win the game. But I'm just going to lay the points. Five and a half is such a weird spot. I know. Such a weird spot. Because it's like, you need them to win by basically a touchdown. Yeah. And you know? like, to cover, it's just like, Anything more than like a field goal almost would like kill you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to watching this game though. Seeing, yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a good game. Seeing what Texas is about. I mean, the Red River has always been like a solid ass game. Besides last year. Yeah, it's I always mean, I, it's always fireworks. Besides last year, I'm interested to see if Oklahoma is actually real or not. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really their first like opponent, like tough opponent. Yeah, and they burnt me on the first half spread against freaking Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, they kind of got smooth. Oh, you know who we forgot to talk about? West Virginia's been the surprise team of the year for me. Satan <laughs> had, what, 4-1? Four 4-1, and one? Four and one, yeah. They beat TCU. Yeah, they're just buying a way to win games. But I mean, bad thing for West Virginia fans, that means Neil's back for another year. Yeah. <laughs> so so pick pick your poison, you know. Don't don't let these flukes, you know, uh what works in their favor though is that uh, Texas and Oklahoma are leaving, so maybe they could like make a run into the conference title. <laughs> yeah, they just got it. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, so yeah, I mean Oklahoma's kind of if they get don't want to say it, but ever since they lose this Texas game. They're most likely going to make the Big Twelve championship. Yeah, because I think they win now and they'll be sitting at eleven and one. If they go into can if Jalen Daniels is just not playing, they're gonna they're gonna crumble. Yeah, I mean that's their only real chance of losing is at Kansas after this. I think. Yeah. Um, and UCF's been like. Good, like end games, but like losing games type. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, where are we at here? LSU minus four at Mizzou. I like Mizzou here. If I had to pick, I'd pick Mizzou, just because uh they have a good defense and LSU's defense is just terrible. As long as Mizzou's head coach doesn't like take a delay of game, <laughs> at the, while you're in field goal range, and then push you back five yards, you know, turn a. 56-yard field goal into a 61-yard field goal for a college kicker when you have a time, like, coming out of a timeout, too. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he doesn't have any bonehead mistakes like that. I don't know. I like Mizzou. I like, uh, I think it's, is it Connor Cook? Something Cook, Mizzou's yeah. quarterback. And then they got solid receivers. Um, Yeah, I like Mizzou here. Yeah, I do, too. I, I, I don't know what happened to LSU, but they can't stop anything. Especially, yeah, especially this game. I don't know. I hope, yeah, I don't know. I like, I like Mizzou here. Yeah. I don't know how many times I got to say it, but I'll say it one <laughs> more time. I like Mizzou here. Um, Moving on to Washington State at UCLA. UCLA minus three at home. I feel like I'm a sucker, and I feel like the book is wants me to take Washington State. Rat line. So, 
yeah, the books want wants us to take Washington State money line so bad. Like so they're like begging us for it. Yep, and we're they're, gonna they're, do it. They're, they're like, look, you see we're giving you Washington State at plus money. Like take it, take it, take it. And like, but UCLA, like, I'm not sold on UCLA. Like they haven't showed anything. No. Dude, if this was at Wazoo, dude, I'd be so in on on Wash State. It'd be but it's, a, it's yeah, it would be. But it's not like UCLA's got this like home field advantage. Like yeah, it's gonna be like they got a bus. They got a bus like forty minutes. The students got a bus forty minutes from campus to the yeah. Rose Bowl. I don't know. I'm definitely taking Washington State. I mean, I'm yeah, just I'll... gonna tell Cam Ward until the wheels fall off with you. Yeah, probably. yeah, dude. I'm Washington State's a dog this year, and I'm tailing Wash State this week. Um, I just like watching watching Washington State against Oregon State, which Oregon State's like a physical team. Mm-hmm. Like Oregon State was able to like pop some runs here and there, but it's not like Oregon State ran the ball all over them. Yeah, I mean that's always like the biggest issue with Washington State. Yeah, they can put up a lot of points, but the defense kind of suspect. Yeah, and UCLA is definitely run heavy. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully Dante Moore throws like two pick sixes <laughs> to start the game again. Yeah, uh, Alabama minus one at Texas A and M. I love Bama minus one here. Yeah, I liked AM all week until I seen the line drop to one. It, it started at like three and a half, four. So I'm laying off this. I just, uh, I think Bama's going to be fine themselves here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why everybody's just, I guess, because Alabama looked bad against Texas, but mm-hmm. it's not like AM has shown anything crazy. Yeah. I'd like I like Bama here. Um Kentucky at Georgia. Georgia minus 14 and a half. Um I don't know, dude. I'd like Kentucky plus the points here. I'm taking the points as well. I I think Kentucky's more physical than the Auburn team last week. And I think Kentucky's gonna have success running the ball. Uh that's the only thing though, they're gonna have to make some like yeah, but Leary's I, gonna have to make some big time throws. Cause... I trust Leary to make those throws. Like I've seen him at NC State. Like past, yeah, but like, they, two... it's like almost like they haven't unleashed him or anything. Like he doesn't they, even really throw really, the ball. They haven't needed him to. Yeah, I guess. Why put the ball in the air when you got freaking Davis freaking averaging at least six yards a pop? Yeah. I mean, that's gonna be Georgia's first concern is uh. Their Stopping offense their... has looked terrible too, though. Yeah, Brock Bowers just bailing them out, you know. Dude, you bracket, bracket him. Double team him a tight end. I don't yeah, care. I, know. I don't care. Put everyone else on the island, have a safety over top of him, and have a DB also right on him. DB on him, safety over top of him. Bracket him. Yeah, I, I was waiting for Auburn to do that. I mean, after 10 receptions or whatever he had, you think they would have done something? You can't let a tight end beat you. Yeah. Let let anyone else don't let a tight end beat you. Especially like one of the best tight ends in the game. Like it's just not like this is like they're just hearing about Brock Bowers now. Like dude, yeah. dude, dude like leads Georgia in like reception, like history in reception, you know? Or yeah. he's, about, he's about he's like top two right now, I think. But just don't let him beat you. 
I mean, if they can try and contain him, like maybe I'll give him like 70 yards. If if he's around that area, I think they have a good chance of actually winning the game. Yeah, don't let a tight end go 100-plus on you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where are we at? Just a quick Syracuse. hitter here. Syracuse at North Carolina. Uh, Man, the Cuse disappointed me last week, man. I think Clemson is actually just a solid football team. Yeah, I think Clemson is actually solid, but North Carolina getting – I don't know if Tez is going to play because he literally just got his eligibility like today. Yeah. But big to get him back. We'll talk about that a little later, but – just a, just like a game to keep your eyes on Syracuse at North Carolina. Um, yeah, I think it's eight and a half. UNC's yeah. favorite. Yeah. Uh, UCF minus two and a half at Kansas. Uh, UCF might be getting their starter, uh, starting quarterback back. Uh, whatever his name was, Jack Wise Plumber, whatever <laughs> you said. Um, Jack Reese Plumber, but John Reese Plumley. Oh, John Reese. His name's not John Reese Plumley. Uh, uh, but I don't know. I like Kansas on the on the straight up here. Yeah, so do I. I mean, even if Bean does play, I mean, they're not as good as Texas, obviously. So he'll be able to complete some throws, and they're they're going to be able to run on anybody. Yeah, UCF just signed uh, Gus Gus Malzone to an extension. Yeah, I don't know how after, I feel about that after blowing a thirty five point lead. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. Yeah, I like Kansas straight up here. Yeah. Nerd name minus six and a half at Louisville. Uh, tricky spread. Yeah, I, I truly don't know about this Louisville team. Yeah, I don't know how good their offense actually is. I just can't, just don't have the wheels fall off the week before Pitt. <laughs> You know, yeah. I I can't let I can't have Pitt getting it. It's gonna be a night game though in Louisville. I mean, their crowd's pretty good, so yeah. I don't know. I'm and not Notre, touching it, dude. Notre Dame's coming off like two emotional ass weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then they, it's another top twenty five team. So yeah, they're suiting up, dude. Speaking of that, dude. Actually, okay, hold on. We'll get into that. Let's get into it right now. Actually. Little pivot. Speaking of the top twenty-five, LSU, three and two, two yep. losses, two losses, two losses in five weeks. All right, two. <clears throat> what are they ranked? Twenty-fourth. Still in the top twenty-five, huh? Yep. Maryland, five and zero, oh, five five wins, zero losses in five weeks. Not ranked. Where are they ranked? They're not. They're not. I mean, that's just their SEC bias. Yeah, but at a certain point, the SEC bias got to stop. Yeah, like like I mean, sometimes, sometimes you just gotta admit it's a down here in the SEC. Yeah, and it's like you see what Kirby Smart said. No, he said I think every team in the SEC should be ranked. I think there's, <laughs> yeah, I okay, think, bro. I, I, yeah, he says he goes. I think there's there's ranked there's ranked uh ranked teams that wouldn't want to play unranked SEC teams. It's like who the fuck is not wanting to play Vanderbilt? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Look at your fucking schedule this year. He's like, it's like, dude, you're like, 
it's okay to have down years. Like, can we stop dick riding that SEC so much? Yeah, there's a reason why they have like three undefeated teams and they're all ranked in like 20. It's like, dude, that's uh let's like use our heads. It's like it's like getting out of hand. It's like out I mean, of they do this every year though. They overrate them every year. Like, yeah, why was but, Florida ranked? Like, honestly, Florida was ranked what, like seventeen? Yeah. Why? Good, good thing they dropped. But like the ball the, against Utah. But SEC's got like the SEC buys got like pump its brakes a little bit now. Yeah, I mean, if if Kentucky gives Georgia like a run for their money, I think you have to be like. No, you know what it's played as? Like, dude, the SEC's just this deep. Yeah. It's like, all right, dude, let me go line up against Vandy. <laughs> who else is it? Like, come on. Not the... Uh, like... Mississippi State. Yeah, it's like, it's okay to... That's not the SEC. It's like, okay to admit that your conference isn't as good this year. Yeah, Arkansas is not... Really, that great? South Carolina got their sh- ship kicked in versus uh North Carolina. Auburn's not that good. Mississippi State's not that good. Arkansas's not that good. Uh, South Carolina's freaking. I had them at like nine wins this season. I don't think they're cracking that. <laughs> I uh, mean, Vandy. Like, even these undefeated teams though are not that good. They're just undefeated because like it's not that strong of a conference this year. Yeah, I know, but. But it's all right. Kirby's setting himself up. He, he knows the boss is brewing, so he's set he's setting <laughs> yeah. it up. The SEC's just that good of a conference, man. Yeah, okay, bud. So I've always felt like the SEC was top heavy. You have? Have they I not mean, been top heavy? Like it's a top yeah, heavy. They are, but like in past years, like I mean the portal has kind of uh like limited the difference, like honestly, like it shortened the difference between these teams because like Alabama's not gonna have like third string five stars. Like those guys who are third string are gonna transfer somewhere else and play. Yeah. So they're not as deep and everything. Like it was always top heavy, but like your bottom teams were always better than the rest of the bottom teams conferences. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, dude, there's been years where the SEC like top to bottom is obviously like Yeah. Yeah. And it's been like that, but like this year, like it's fairly top heavy. It's not. I wouldn't even like. Who's your best three teams? Like Alabama, Georgia, A <laughs> and M. Is those your best three teams? Yeah. Those don't even beat the best three teams in the Pac-12. What are your conference rankings this year? What do you mean? Like, um, like I mean, I don't Pac-12. know. I'd go Pac-12. I, I, you would have to, but I still think the Big Ten's top three teams are way better than the Pac-12's top three teams. Dude, this is also where this got stopped. Oh, uh, the Big Ten just plays physical football, so by the time it gets to bowl season, they're all worn out. <laughs> <laughs> for like that's been like the Big Ten's excuse for like poor yeah. bowl, poor bowl records for like they did they have a bad bowl record last year. I mean, you can't even look at that anymore because everybody opts out. Five and four. That's not terrible. Actually, I mean, two two of the losses are the top teams. 
I mean, if yeah, Ohio big, State could learn big, how to finish a damn one. game in the playoff, I know. Big looked frowned team. upon. <laughs> I know. It's like, dude, they just want to jump on these teams early and then freaking like change up what they're doing. In Michigan, man, how do you go through like regular season looking like that and then go to the playoff and just look like dog shit and lose to TCU, who they could have easily out physical? They had like eight turnovers and still almost yeah. won the game. <laughs> Dude, I wish uh, that would have been crazy, a, a Michigan-Ohio State National Championship. We got robbed of that. I mean, the only – yeah. We got robbed of that. I think Michigan would have won, though. It matters when Ohio State shows up. But Yeah. I mean, I still, think still, – still, They had, like, the perfect, like, roster to beat Ohio State. Yeah. Where's the – so the SEC went seven and five, but uh, I don't know. The it's all hearsay. It's just all talk. Yeah. But let's see. Pac twelve. We already talked about. Uh, gambling. You went one. You went three, two, and one. Yeah. So you hit on Oregon State, minus three and a half, BYU money line, missed on Georgia, minus 14, missed on Kansas, plus 16 and a half, hit Oklahoma, minus 20, and uh, damn, bro, I can't read that. What is that, Iowa? Yeah, yeah Iowa. I pushed on Iowa. <laughs> pushed on Iowa. Yeah, I mean. So that brings your record to 29 and two. Still a good record, but. Damn, I, Sam. I, I haven't been as hot, but. We're going to sweep the board this week, so. Dude, we might have to take a break from the team card. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been bad. Uh, this week, we, we need another week just to focus ourselves here. Uh, because the team card, like, comes together in, like, two seconds. We, like, pick, like, three things that we like. And then there's, like. But we try not to use our own picks. That's the thing. Yeah, because we don't want to recycle picks. But maybe we should start doing that. Yeah. Just pick our top two. Yeah. So I went a whopping, and oh, uh, 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 I went a whopping. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, I went a whopping. What? I went a whopping one and four. <laughs> uh, he, you're lucky went, you hit that massive parlay. Yeah, I went. I went one and four to move my record to four and seven. But I'm gonna be completely transparent for you guys. So let let's be trans for a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's be transparent. That I I mean let's be transparent. Let's not be trans. Let's be transparent. But uh, so I went. So I. So all right, I'm gonna be transparent with you guys. Um. So I hit a parlay Friday night. Louisville money line, Oregon State money line, BYU money line. So originally those odds were like plus like four or something, four twenty, four eleven or something like that. Mm-hmm. But since, like I mentioned earlier, I fell asleep like right before the Louisville kick. Louisville was down ten nothing when I woke up, so Louisville yeah. moved to plus money on the money line. So I ended mm-hmm. up getting uh, that lay that was originally four eleven to seven twenty two ish. So I went up like 
it, the lay hit. So it's okay to go one and four when the lay hits. But yeah. after hitting that lay at plus 722 odds, I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, do I really want to like put all this on the line? <laughs> and I told myself, I was like, all right, I'll bet the noon games and whatever happens with the noon games, if we hit them, I continue. If I lose them, I'm just going to take my profit for the weekend, enjoy my weekend, no stress, nothing. About two drives into the Florida game, I knew it was chalked. Any good gambler would have hedged, and I should have hedged, but I was in the gambling mindset. If I hedged, that would have been an easy W. Yeah. Syracuse plus six and a half, I had hope. I thought I was going to get a backdoor cover. End up getting a reverse backdoor cover where Clemson ended up putting up the more points at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, Texas minus sixteen and a half though. That that was I was I was on about that. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina plus twelve couldn't be more dead wrong. Uh, Pitt minus two and a half. Let's not even talk about it. Dameron happened. <laughs> Dameron happened. Um. Yeah, Sam. Let's go back to your uh teaser. That's now O for two. Yeah, it's it's been one. You would think teasing points is hard is easy, but it seems like you can't you can't hit it. It they were especially at 40, plus, forty points and they couldn't cover fifteen. Especially at plus two seventy odds. I know it's it's been brutal. I mean, two games like and it's always like you you think you got it and then <clears throat> they just fuck off and give up points at the end. Yeah, I mean the USC game was brutal. That was a brutal loss to the because Penn State was looking like they were going to blow it because mm-hmm. they were tied at half and then they end up covering their actual spread. Yeah, um, I mean you were on about the others. Yeah, Duke eleven and a half. Alabama rolled. I got them to minus eight and a half. USC was fifteen and a half. They were up forty-one to fourteen, and then they just let Colorado score four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. That's what defense gets you. Um, oh, dude, we got to talk about one more thing after we go through this. What? The Big Ten schedule release for the next. Oh, okay. Uh, so my lay hit moved to one and two plus 7.6 units. No big deal. Um, our team car, our team card moves to 0 and 5. Uh, we went a whopping one for two on the team card. Uh, yeah. I mean, Florida, Kentucky under 45. That was, I think that missed by like a point or two. I think they ended up putting like 47 up. Yeah. Cause Kentucky had like 30 themselves, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Over 39 in Michigan, Nebraska wasn't every game. Michigan like covered the over 39 in like the first like four minutes of the game. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Arkansas plus six. Don't have much to say. But. Let's get into our gambling picks for week numero six. Yeah, so uh, I'll start. I mean, I got Oklahoma plus six and a half. I think they keep it close versus Texas, and they're in it to to the end, and they could pull off the victory, honestly. Then I got Maryland plus a 20. I just think it's going to be a close game. I'll take the points. Washington State money line, we already talked about this. I think, I don't know why the hell UCLA is favored. Seems like a rat line, but. I'm going to fall for it. Uh, Kentucky plus 14 and a half. Georgia's been kind of shaky to start. I think if they do that versus Kentucky, they can get into some trouble. 
Kansas money line. I think I think they're just a better team than UCF. Even with the backup quarterback, I think they'll be able to run the ball. And then I have a it's a chaos parlay. It really is. I'm, I'm this is like where you put like a quarter of a unit. Like don't go crazy on this. I mean, it's probably not going to hit, but I think these teams can actually upset them, and it comes up to some crazy odds. I got Oklahoma money line, Washington State money line, and Kentucky money line. And you get that to plus 3500 So, I mean, even if you throw like $5 on that, what's that, like 150 something profit? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm doing another teaser. I'm buying six points on this. It comes out to plus 500 because there's five teams this week instead of four. Can't hit the four, so I'll go to five. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should go to three since you can't <laughs> hit four. Or maybe you should go to two. Yeah, put minus 110. Okay, so I'm teasing Missouri to plus 10.5, Oklahoma plus 11.5, Maryland plus 25.5, Washington State plus 9.5, and, and then the over in the Notre Dame Louisville game at 47.5. And that comes out to plus 500. So, guys, let's get in mind. I got Washington State money line falling for like a sucker. They got they got the cheese over my nose. They got look, look they, they got the cheese like under the door or somewhere. I'm sticking my hand in that bitch. They're pulling it. It's a fucking rat trap, and my hand's stuck. Getting greedy here. Getting real greedy. Washington State money line. Cam Ward, Heisman finalist. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe I don't know if they went out. Who, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? It's week week six now. Damn, half halfway point of the season here. Yeah, it's um, kind of nuts, man. Yeah, Bama minus one. I just think Saban's gonna make uh, make Jembo his little bitch again. Um, and I like it. I, I think Bama's going to find their way. And then Kansas money line, just backing off of what Sam said, I think it doesn't really matter. I just think Kansas is the better team than UCF. And UCF's coming off an emotional week. I mean, being up 35 points, like you're up 35 nothing. Yeah. 35 3. You lose the game on a 58. Yard field goal, I think. Yeah, that's nuts. That came up about nine yards short. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. it, it landed like four yards deep in the end zone. Um, but yeah, and I don't have a parlay this weekend because when it got to recording this episode, um, I didn't look at anything really, so I didn't want to <laughs> just throw something together, but. I think I'm going to sweep the board here. 3-0. We do not have a team card this week. We're taking a break from it. Unless you unless you want to throw a team card right now. Yeah. just That'll be a loser. All Look right. It three seconds. Team card, three-second magic, three teams. Sam, who's 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 number one on? Uh... Um, Hold on. Go back up to my thing. I just said three teams in three seconds. Oh. Uh, Oklahoma, Maryland, Kentucky. No, not you name three teams. Name one, and then I'll <laughs> name one. All right. I mean, got to go Kansas, right? We both like Kansas. Yeah, all right. We're going to go Kansas, ML, 
we're gonna go Wazoo ML. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then gonna, and then we're gonna go um Kentucky. ML. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was like, damn. Plus a fourteen and a half. All right, that's that's your team card for the weekend. Whipped it up in about three seconds. That's all it takes to create a winner. Let me see what what these odds come to. Hold on here. What is it? Uh, Washington State, Kansas, and Kentucky. What time's a Kansas game for? Yeah, Kansas, Washington State, Kentucky. Plus eight hundred. Okay. Eight eight nineteen to be exact. Oh, okay. Um so that's, that's our good. that's our juiciest juiciest one yet, I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe the juicier they are, the harder they hit. <laughs> um, so guys, if you're still listening, I wanted to talk about this earlier, but I totally forgot. The Big Ten, I mean so last week we were kind of like talking about the schedules and stuff, and there was still a lot of in the air because they like originally made the schedules, then they added teams. So today they just released the conference opponents from 2024 to 2028. So originally Ohio State and Penn State this year was going to be their last matchup for like two years, but they're going to end up playing each other next year in 2024 and then in 2025 also. And then they won't play each other. They won't play each other again until until twenty twenty eight. So yeah, I mean, there's it's just kind of they I did a they, good job. Like I like looked at every like top teams like schedule. Yeah, I think they did a good job of like evening it out. You know, so one team's just not playing all the heavy hitters. You know. Yeah, it's kind of. Um... Ohio State doesn't play a, like, they don't play, like, one of the California teams until 2025. They don't play one at all next year? Uh-uh. They play, they play at uh, Oregon, though. Oregon, yeah. Yeah. Get our little lick back. <laughs> but um, I think Michigan's probably got one of the toughest schedules uh, next year because – and out you got of, added Texas, yeah. Yeah, they got they got Texas in out of conference. And then they have uh Washington, Oregon, and USC. And Ohio State. Yeah, and Ohio State. Sorry. Um I don't know, it's kind of cool to see all these teams under the Big Ten banner though, officially. Yeah, it is. I mean, How many I teams would, is that? One eighteen, I think. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 18. Yeah. Come on, just make it twenty and add Oregon State and Washington State. <laughs> I know. I, I'm. I don't. I still don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> they're fucked. Especially yeah. now that like the Big Ten put their schedules out. Like this shit's set set in stone. Yeah, it really is. Um. Honestly. I don't want to say it, but you have enough teams in conferences now where you should abolish out of conference. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And like, and go to like 10, 10 regular season games. 
Yeah, or maybe like, yeah. I was going to say maybe like a tune-up, like just play like, because like if you eliminate those non-conference games for those like smaller non-Power 5 schools, you're you're limiting it like ruining a lot of money for them. You well, know yeah, what I mean? You're, you're ruining their whole athletic department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but, I, they can't do that. Yeah. I was just like, so they're playing these 12, they're playing 12 games, all right? And then the 12 team playoff, if you're like on like in like the first round of the 12 team and you go on run, you're like playing like what is that, like 16 games? Yeah. A lot of games, but I guess that's like a next year type of problem. I mean, that's like an NFL schedule. Yeah. I mean, you got feel for those people getting drafted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? They make it to the natty, and then they gotta like prepare for the combine. They do the combine, then they get then drafted. you got then you then, got then, OTAs. Then, yeah, then they're in like rookie mini camp. Then it's OTAs. Then it's camp, and then it's yeah. But that's gonna. Uh, you got any final remarks? No. That's gonna wrap us up here at Ball Sticks and Fists. It's your favorite show without an outro. Um, enjoy your weekend of of sports. Um, yeah. Peace.